Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, I'm Adam Berkmans, and today we're making venison steak au poivre. This recipe was created by Justin Townsend, editor-in-chief and founder of Harvesting Nature. He writes... Venison steak au poivre is a classic French dish that is popular among hunters and gourmands alike. Steak au poivre is a classic French dish that dates back to the mid-1800s. The steak is typically pan-fried and served with a pan sauce made from crushed black peppercorns with cream, butter, and cognac, and it can also include garlic, shallots, and other herbs and spices. The combination of the steak and creamy sauce is a delicious and classic way to enjoy a steak. This recipe is an excellent meal for weeknight dinner because it is easy to prepare, has a sophisticated flavor, and is incredibly satisfying. Instead of brandy or cognac in the sauce, I use bourbon because, well, I like bourbon. You can either serve the sauce atop the steaks or put the steaks back into the sauce in the pan for reheating. I also utilize a method called flambe. Flambe is a cooking method that involves the flaming of food. I like to use this method to bring out more of the natural flavors of the food, especially the black pepper in this case. In order to flambe a dish, you cook the food in a pan until the desired temperature, then add alcohol, and then ignite the alcohol. Then allow the flames to burn off, which will create a caramelized layer on the food and adds a delicious smoky flavor. Although flambe can be intimidating, it is actually quite easy to master with practice. Just make sure your cooking space is clear of other flammables and ensure safe practices when attempting this method. Maybe keep a fire extinguisher nearby. Thanks, Justin. I thought I'd use Justin's excellent venison steak recipe to showcase all the types of huntable deer-like animals in Canada and the US that could offer venison meat that would work in this recipe. When people think of venison in my neck of the woods, people are generally thinking of white-tailed deer meat. But that's not the case around all of North America. 
Let's get into all the different deer-like animals, which I will call cervids, that can be found in Canada and the US. Since I already mentioned whitetails, let's start there. Whitetail deer are the most common and widely dispersed cervid in North America, and can be found pretty much everywhere except for some parts of the Rockies and far northern Canada and Alaska. Texas boasts the highest number of whitetails, with an estimated population of 5.3 million of them. White-tailed deer have a reddish-brown coat that fades towards gray in the winter, and have an eponymous white patch on the tail and rear end that they use to flash to other deer when they sense danger. Whitetails vary in size by quite a bit, with larger specimens being found in colder climates. The whitetails we see here in Ontario are quite a bit larger than those found in Florida. Antlers are regrown every year by males, with age, environment, diet, and genetics helping to decide their size. Whitetails can adapt to a wide variety of habitats, which explains their widespread population. Their meat is known to be of good quality, with diet and age affecting the flavor and texture. Next up is mule deer, which reside in the western reaches of North America from Alaska to Mexico and west of the Great Plains. The mule deer was named so due to its ears, which are quite large and resemble a mule's ears. The mule deer's tail is black tipped and its antlers tend to be forked. The males lose their antlers each year and regrow them pretty much directly afterwards. Mule deer are larger than whitetails on average and seem to maintain a similar size across their entire range. In many places, mule deer and whitetails can both be found sharing habitat and coexisting with each other. There's also a subspecies of mule deer called the black-tailed deer. Meat from mule deer doesn't have a major difference in taste when compared to whitetails, but since many muleys, as they're affectionately known, are found in wilder places, their flavor may be affected by less corns or grains in their diet. Caribou is next on the list, a species of deer made famous by being purported to pull Santa's sleigh. Both the reindeer found in Northern Europe and Asia, and the caribou found in North America happen to be the same species. Caribou North America range from Alaska to Labrador and Newfoundland from the Arctic Ocean down to the northern tips of the provinces and even down into the contiguous United States in eastern Washington and in northern Idaho. Caribou vary in size from subspecies to subspecies and can also vary in color and in antler shape across their range. Caribou are unique in the fact that both males and females grow antlers, which they lose and regrow annually. Male antlers tend to be larger than females and are in fact the largest of all North American cervids other than those of moose. Caribou subsist largely on lichen and are one of the few animals in the world which can digest it. In the summer they will also eat leaves and grasses. They tend to live in massive herds that travel huge distances every year, covering up to 3,000 miles on each migration. Many Eurasian species have been domesticated by indigenous peoples and will pull sleds or be ridden, which is likely where the legend of Santa's reindeer originated. Caribou meat has been an extremely important source of protein for people across the northern reaches of the world, and it is known to be quite mild, tender, and delicious. Next on the list is moose. Moose are the largest of the deer family and are found across North America, Europe, and Asia. They're known as elk across the ocean, not to be confused with the North American elk, a different species altogether. 
Moose can be found ranging across the entirety of Canada except for Vancouver Island and parts of the Arctic. Many of the northern states also host moose, including Maine, New York, Michigan, the northern Midwest, and the upper Rockies. Moose tend to be quite solitary and like to hang out in boreal and temperate forests, especially where water can be found. Males have massive palmate antlers, which are lost and regrown every year. These animals are massive, standing 7 to 10 feet at the shoulder, and are built in what looks like a very awkward manner. Once in the water or snow though, there's nothing awkward about a moose. Moose meat is mild but rich, and is considered very fine eating. Most Canadians in the north are very familiar with moose meat. Last of the native deer-like species is the elk, or wapiti. Although originally widespread across Canada and the US, elk can now be found primarily near the Rockies and nearby in the west, as well as in isolated pockets across the continent, all the way to about the Great Lakes. Elk are very large, with thick bodies and slender legs. They can weigh up to 1,300 pounds, but are more likely to come in around 400 to 700 pounds. Males have large spiked antlers, which they lose and regrow each year. Elk are very gregarious and tend to travel in large herds, though sometimes bull elks will travel on their own as well. Bulls like to bugle, a loud, high-pitched call that can be replicated by hunters to attract them. While moose and deer tend to browse on twigs, elk generally graze on grass, much like bison or cattle. They will add brads to their diet as well, though. Elk provide a lot of meat each year to western hunters, and the meat has been described as beefy, mild, and somewhat sweet. That covers the native deer-like species of Canada and the US, but there are others out there as well. Take Sika deer, for example, an Asian spotted deer with large, upright antlers. Sika inhabit woodlands and tend to form large herds which can be active during the day or night. Large populations can be found in both Texas and in Maryland, with smaller herds being spotted quite often in other states as well. There's also the Axis deer, or Chital, another spotted deer species, these ones coming from India. There are several self-sustaining herds that can be found in Texas and in Hawaii. Axis deer are beautiful and highly prized for their, their delicious meat. I actually did a whole antler fin podcast on Axis deer in the past. A follow deer are a medium deer originating in Turkey, but are found across much of Europe and the Middle East. They are another spotted deer with large, palmate antlers. They can be found in California, Kentucky, Georgia, and in Texas in small herds. Herds will sometimes be spotted in other states as well. Lastly is a sandbar deer, a very large deer which originated in India and southwestern China. Sandbar have shaggy coats and tall, upright antlers. They can be found in free-ranging herds in California and in Florida, who puts on a controlled annual hunt for them. Although many other deer species can be found in North America, you will likely only see them in highly controlled farms or ranches, and not in self-reproducing wild herds. But no matter which of the above deer you choose, you're going to end up with tasty venison. And what should you make with that venison? Well, why not Justin's incredible venison steak of pavo recipe? This recipe serves two and takes about 30 minutes to make. Two venison steaks. Two tablespoons of butter. Two tablespoons of olive oil. One teaspoon of smoked sea salt. 
two tablespoons of freshly cracked black pepper, one shot of bourbon, one tablespoon of butter, half a cup of bourbon, two tablespoons of shallots finely chopped, two gar garlic cloves thinly sliced, one tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, one cup of heavy cream, half a teaspoon of smoked paprika, one sprig of fresh thyme. Preparation. Heat the butter and olive oil in a large skillet over medium-high heat. Season the venison steaks with smoked salt and black pepper, then place them in the skillet. Cook the steaks for three to four minutes on each side or until they are cooked to your desired degree of doneness. Add one shot of bourbon to the skillet and carefully ignite. Allow the flame to cook off. Remove the steaks from the skillet and keep them warm. Add one tablespoon of butter to the same skillet and add the shallots and the garlic. Cook for one to two minutes, stirring occasionally. Add the bourbon and the Worcestershire sauce to the skillet and bring to a simmer. Cook for an additional one to two minutes, stirring frequently until the liquid has reduced by half. Add the cream, smoked paprika, and thyme to the skillet, then simmer for two to three minutes. Taste the sauce and adjust the seasonings if necessary. Remove thyme sprig and discard. Serve the sauce over the steak. Enjoy! For more great wild fish and game recipes, be sure to subscribe and follow Antler and Finn.